It's all about the game And how you play it All about control And if you can take it All about your death And if you can play it It's all about pain And who's gonna make it I am the game You don't wanna play me I am control No way you can shake me I am heavy death No way you can pay me I am the pain Hi, this is JR from Less Than Jake, and you're listening to Sunset Flip Radio. Thank you, fuck you, bye-bye, everybody. That was a hot mess inside a dumpster fire inside a train wreck. We are exactly one week away from SummerSlam, ladies and gentlemen, and now you are tuning in to your number one podcast for the art and sport of professional wrestling. Welcome back to Sunset Flip Radio. As always, I'm your co-host, the Million Dollar Father, Mr. Thomas Lazy. Sitting across from the small leather-bound poker table is the most handsome... <laughs> leather-bound books. Leather Rich books. mahogany. <laughs> Sitting across from me, as always, is the most handsome dad in the room, Mr. Alex Drayton. Hey. And it is the middle of the summer. We're sweating because my air conditioning went down. And we have the fan on. If you hear the fan in the background, we're sorry, but I got the guy coming tomorrow. Look at the AC. But we are in the middle of a really wacky time in professional wrestling with SummerSlam one week away. Um, we have a lot of stuff going on. Uh, Cesaro just won his first major title in the Ring of Honor, even though it was spoiled already last week. Uh, but more important than that, at seventy-seven, at the tender age of 77 years old, Tender. Tender. Um, Vincent Kennedy McMahon has announced his retirement from World Wrestling Entertainment. It is not a work. It is a shoot. It is a shoot. Um, and also, uh, John Laronitis was relieved of his duties and yeah, yeah, inserted Triple H. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, this is funky because two sides of the spectrum, man. This is like... This is a wrestling fan's best wish, or is it worst nightmare? Worst nightmare. I mean, Tony Khan immediately. Tony Khan. Nick yeah, Khan. To, Nick. No, Tony Khan automatically started clowning it on on Twitter. Fuck that guy. Listen, I I follow a group called the History of Pro Wrestling on Facebook, and he is just. I think he does it for the attention. Oh, of course. But he is such an AEW mark. Anytime he puts something up about WWE. Whether it be how Brock Lesnar said he was quitting and then he came back, and we'll get to that later in the show, but like his his hashtag is thank you TK for saving wrestling or something. I'm looking at this and I'm like, all right, you're just a fucking mark. All right, you're trying to get you're trying to get followers on your page. You're trying to get views on your fucking little Facebook page. And yes, I suckered in you. You know, I've been following you for about a year and a half, but like you can't automatically just say that everything that AEW does is better than WWE. Because right now, if you if you watch AEW programming, they're not good at telling storylines no. with their in, with their wrestlers on the shelves. They're, they're okay. falling into WWE territory here with the storylines. Now, and like I get, I get you have to back your own product. And okay, like, you know sometimes yeah. you got to kind of smoke your own shit sometimes. Mm -hmm. But there's a there's a point where it's like okay, just lay off. It's it's enough. AEW has been missing Brian Danielson, Adam Cole, and Kenny Omega, and CM Punk for months now. Mm -hmm. For months. And they're just not delivering in the main events. They're not. So much backlash from uh, two months ago when they had Mercedes Martinez and Deanna Perrazzo main event. 
um, Dynamite one night. And now if you watch this past week's Dynamite and that little clip that we had, and we extended our opening because I found this funny quote about dumpster fires. That match between Chris Jericho and Eddie Kingston was, in fact, a dumpster fire. Did yeah. you watch that match? I watched It was such a botch. No fan interaction. There was a botch at the end with Kingston again in a special match he meant for Dynamite. Kingston broke Jericho's nose. Yeah. yeah. And then when Jericho got thrown to the barbed wire pit, like there was like no reaction from the fans. It was just a really horrible just shit show of a match. It really was. Of a show. Uh, yeah, I mean right now we're seeing we're trying to see AEW float without their main superstars, without the CM Punks and the Brian Danielsons and the K. You know what? Screw the Danielson thing because he's part of a gimmick. I'm talking about CM Punk who you you got back into professional wrestling after he said he hasn't wrestled in 17 years and all the stuff, basically throwing shade at Vince McMahon and his company. And now you bring him back. Now he's hurt. Now you can't tell storylines. Meanwhile, you give Moxley an interim title who's just going to hold until Punk comes back. Right. You bring in Danielson, you, got, you, you put get, him in a group. You got to get it's, Punk Heat again, so he's, yeah. of course he's going to You got to get Punk Heat, and then yeah. together. He's going to come back at all out. Here come the fucking shirts. Here come the CM Punk chants. You're lucky that it's in Chicago because that's how that's your fucking moneymaker. The Chicago okay. is uh, WWE yeah. to their MSG. Yeah, I mean, do I watch AEW? Yes. Is it better than WWE? No. Because AEW, they just, they just can't deliver on keeping the same storyline going because they just have too much stuff going on. Honestly, where's Hook been? Hook was such a huge thing when he first came out. It's over. Over. And then he got paired up with Dan Housen and then he just disappeared. Right? All where's where's Adam where's Hangman Page been? The guy that actually beat Kenny Omega. So much faith went into him. Uh one of the four pillars a he's fucking a, cornerstone of AEW. He's an afterthought. Where's MJF? What's going on yeah, there? Yeah, but Adam Silence. Hangman just wrestled an opening match on fucking Rampage with with uh, Silver of uh, the Dark, Dark Order. Man. We met him, remember? We met him and Reynolds. Nice yep. guys. You know, so like AEW has to focus a little bit less. We gave him a shirt. You should have a shirt. Too, yeah, guys. yeah. AEW has to focus. I'm sweating through the shirt. AEW has to focus a lot less yeah, on multiple storylines and just focus on what you're trying to prove, and which is professional wrestling. Just have fucking FTR wrestle every week because they're just phenomenal. Okay, but 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 I had to get that off my chest. But back to the the biggest news of the week is that Vincent Kennedy McMahon retires, and Triple H comes back into a higher role. When you first heard this, what did you think? Because you texted me first. I was on the shitter. Nice. Yeah, I mean, where were you when Vince retired? I was thinking of shit. <laughs> Go figure. On my throne. So That's I was awesome. Thinking. And I came across that news and I was like... Let me text Tom. Because uh, yeah. we have more yeah. firepower for the show tomorrow. Today is Saturday, by the way. Probably the least most recorded day in our history of Sense of Flip Radio. But go ahead. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I... I didn't know how to process it because, you know, you go around looking like it's too good to be true, right? Yes. No, it was real. It was WWE real. WWE put out a, a press release and the rest is history. You know, they... <coughs> Excuse me. Damn. They said that he did that at that time because the market closed for the day, so the shares wouldn't go down. 
and then they have the weekend where they're not trading stocks and so the mm-hmm. stock price wouldn't go down or it could go up actually i mean with everything going monday night raw let me tell you i'm going me and the wife mm-hmm. monday night raw could be batshit fucking crazy monday night well the chance in that room well we all know what's going to happen already is that edge is going to come back I think it's going to set up a match with him and Rey Mysterio against the Judgment Day at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause they need more firepower. Brood edge. They need it. They, that card sucks. It's pretty weak. It's it's weak. Oh, sauce. the WrestleMania packages went on sale too. I was looking at them. How much? Bronze level. Between they start at like six ninety nine and they go up to like eight grand. Jesus. But there's so many more things involved. I put it in my cart just to see what it would be. Decent seats. Um, what are decent? Remember, you're in a football stadium. Two thirty four, but it's a dome, no? Yes, second le- second level's two, isn't it? Yeah, it was hard. Uh, maybe two might be three technically because of like floor seats, mm-hmm. um, where you know normally it would be second row or second level. Excuse me. Um, not bad. I was looking, but it was only for Saturday's show. It wasn't like combined two tickets. No, you got a page for now. You where where are you gonna go? You gotta go Sunday. I gotta go Sunday because you gotta. It's just whether gun to my head, I'm always gonna pick WrestleMania Sunday. You gotta go Sunday because that's the most odds that The Rock is gonna be there too. Damn right. That's, that's all why I was say. like delete. That is our Rock uh, information of the show. Oh, we talk on. about it once a week. We'll, we'll we'll be getting to more if 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 we come across. Oh, it just say it now before you forget because we don't rewind. Who here. knows what's going on with The Rock? Remember The Rock. The Rock works with Nick Khan's sister, and he has a working relationship with Nick Khan. So, you know, they might be looking for somebody to come and buy WWE or be a big part of this. And, you know, Dwayne's right out there. If the XFL comes back and it it gets crazy, like, in a good way, and becomes what it should be. He's going to give the XFL some star power. Again, it wasn't that bad the second time around. I actually watched some of the games. It was pretty I, good. I actually look forward to it. Some of the XFL was good. And then COVID killed it, yeah. unfortunately. But like, the football was actually pretty good, and they had fans in the stands. Yes, they did. Like, they legitimately had fans. It was a legit product. Like, yeah. It wasn't like a bastardization of football no, with it, elements it, of wrestling. It, it wasn't an attitude ever storyline with naked cheerleaders in the fucking bathrooms. <laughs> yes. It was actually football, <laughs> and, like, guys trying to take the step yeah. to, the, to the NFL. Yeah. It wasn't bad. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, that's that could be big. It is big. I mean, you know, they got to put butts in seats now. So They do. You know, we always talk about... But you got to go Sunday. Break cla- glass in case of emergency. Yeah. This is an emergency. You, this you, is a fucking dumpster fire. It is. Right. You got you to gotta go to... Got to go Sunday. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Now, is this... Now, for me, when I first heard the news, I said to myself, okay, so he did something really bad. Okay. Yeah, so let let's not bury the lead here. <laughs> I think the allegations he, are going to come out. They pretty said quickly. that they, so they said that pretty quickly. A lot of press what they do and they know that like WWE for instance, you know, they've got a big event coming up on Saturday. This is a big week for them in general. Huge week. This is where good reporters put shit out because there'll be plenty of media coverage from the company doing their own thing all the way to the news that breaks on whatever they're reporting. Um, These next allegations could be pretty damning because the second ones were right there. But then they also said that Vince has been planning on retiring for the last seven to ten days. Really? And about ten days ago, the second allegations came out. So he's been working on that. Um, 
you know, so let, let's see, you know, what he did and all that other stuff. <sighs> we got to separate the personal, I guess, from the, the, it, it's hard because there, there's, they mix the lines, right? He mixed those lines. He blurred it up himself. Um, it's hard. You know, we already did an episode about Vince, a retrospective. I mean, we can, we you say. can do, we're going to have to every, do another one at this point. I mean, every episode is basically about Vince because he he's every rap that he could and beat everything for everybody. But this one came back. To I mean, him. was it perfect timing with what the allegations and like you said, he's been planning to retire maybe at the stage, maybe many of his age. Well, he was planning to retire because of, you know, yeah. looking into the situation even more. It's based off of that. Yes. Yes. But. I mean, Something's going to come out. Now it's going to be former WWE CEO, not right. current C- yeah. WWE CEO. But when I'm looking at this, I'm looking past Vince. It, it, it's hard to look past somebody who you've known your whole child, like throughout my childhood. Yeah, he felt Vince. like he's a, he's a yeah. other father. I mean, I'm 36. He's been I mean, doing I've, this for 40 years yeah. since 82. Yeah. Let's look past this now and let's just take him out of the equation. The fact that Triple H is now the EVP is probably... Or is he the Vice President of Talent Talent Relations, Relations, yeah. yeah. Uh, Executive Vice President of Talent Relations, I'm sorry. And Stephanie and Nick Khan are the co-CEOs. Which she was already doing in an interim role. Which is funny because remember a couple months ago she stepped away. Mm -hmm. So what the fuck happened? dumpster fire it goes that's that's she probably heard the allegations and they had the game plan until it got leaked out this is the second phase of the game plan the third phase is to carry on the legacy and how do you do that is that you bring triple h in remember what triple h did in nxt people talked about it was like smart mark fans talk about AEW. Mm-hmm. That's what Triple H did in NXT. That's what he brings the black to the and table. gold brand. He's made names synonymous in NXT history, household names: Johnny Gargano, 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 Tommaso Ciampa, Alistair Black, like you Finn, yeah, Finn Balor, Kevin Owens. Not to mention the four horsewomen. All of these names have had such huge careers in nxt and they're still doing that right some of them are still doing it now some most of them, of them are still yeah, doing it now he's had a plethora of but, people who have succeeded and people who have failed but if he's but did, whose fault is the failure that's a whole nother story. now that could be vince now for guys like finn balor who never got that push when he was called up that for door guys is like open. nakamura yeah that this door is, is this is gonna change over. that door didn't just open slightly this is gonna Somebody change everything now i'm hinge, telling you and blew the wall up with yeah. vince out you're gonna see a lot of wrestlers get smaller their shot. Guys. Smaller guys, yeah. guys you like still have Finn your body Balor, guys, your normal type. Of yeah, course. guys like Finn Balor, guys like Kevin Owens, guys like Shinsuke Nakamura. You're gonna see them step up to where they should have been years ago. Now, is it too late? I don't think so because they're still providing good talent and, and good work. They're they're still there for a reason. They so are that still means there that for at a the reason. Drop of a dime, you can turn it around. I mean, obviously, no pun intended. This is probably the best for business for WWE because yes, they see what's around them. Yes, they know the competition, and yes, they know that sometimes at some points, especially in the media and different podcasts like ours, they hear things and You're they see one, things, yeah. and they see that AEW is. Not right on their tail, but 
you know, they're the rearview mirror right. way down the road. Something to you take can still, notice of. You can still see the lights on the car, but it's not nowhere near you yet. And it's going to be nowhere near you because yeah. they still, like I said, they guess still. Because you're doing, you're doing 50 and that speed limit's about to drop to 25. Yeah. You're going to residential a- really quick. So. AEW <laughs> brags about doing 900000 for a show for viewing it on television. On a shitty day, SmackDown gets $1.1 million on a bad one. On which a is, bad which one. Been, which has been a lot of bad ones. On a lately. bad one. The last two months have been trash. Yeah, th- let's include last night. Another bad one. Okay. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. It was probably the better of the bad ones. Still bad. Yeah. I mean, you know, at the end we had. Where's Roman? Uh, I'm telling you, you gotta, you gotta put, you put your aces in place, and you put your fucking star. Oh wow! Look at you. That's a culinary term. And you put your number one guy in your show, dude. That's what you gotta do, man. It's just it now with Triple H technically. Anything's possible. He's going to be running like the show. Kevin shows. Garnett said, anything's, anything's possible. possible. It's smart that he has his brother with one good eye, Shawn Michaels in NXT, who's still going to call the strings, but, I mean, Triple H is going to give him his his part in that. You can only look one way. But, but I'm telling you, Monday's going to be a whole new thing, dude. Like, you're right. Monday, we all know Edge is coming back what Monday. It, I mean, we have the talks of the T... Uh, what is it? TV 14? TV SummerSlam is TV 14. It comes up on Peacock like that. Yeah, it's yeah. TV 14. Are we going to see blood? Are we going to see side tit? Maybe. Maybe we're going to see something like I mean, that. listen, you see a lot of booty. That, oh, yeah, that's booty. just normal. You see a lot of booty on a good day. On a bad day. On a bad day. On a bad day, a lot of booty. Look at NXT. A lot, a of, lot booty. of booty. A lot of booty. A lot of booty. Oh, we need to drop. <laughs> that's a whole lot of booty. That's a whole lot of booty. We're going to see a big change starting Monday, and I think the change is for the good. I'll be good. Listen, I've been a McMahon homer since I've been watching wrestling 31 years ago. I love Vince McMahon, the greatest heel in professional wrestling history. He will go down as the greatest heel in professional wrestling history. <laughs> Screw anybody else you can think of. Bar none. Bar none. Anybody that can grasp what he did from 1996 to 2002 in the peak time of professional wrestling is remarkable, what he did for the company. He he embarrassed himself on television week in and week out and didn't give a flying fuck. He didn't give a shit about the fans because he knew what he had to do to get them over, to get his product over with them. Mm-hmm. That's what makes him different. He's a conniving asshole. When Brett <laughs> screwed Brett, he became Mr. McMahon and changed wrestling forever. Yeah. Enjoy your retirement. I hope that you don't owe a lot of money to these women that have these allegations with you and bring out the bank and get the bank account ready because something happens going to be... It's going to be crazy. The next thing that's going to happen is going to be crazy. All right, but I'm happy for Triple H. I'm happy for Stephanie. Let them do their job. Let Triple H actually put his spin on Raw and SmackDown, right? Let him put the spin. So well, Bruce is still in creative. He's the head of creative now. Now, what about Paul Heyman? How does Paul Heyman factor into any of this? I think Paul is, is uh, I think he's talent. Doesn't he do talent? I don't know what he does. I don't know if he's got a, a particular title after, you know, him not He being did. Head of Raw. Remember he did back yeah, in the for day. Hot summer him and Eric Bischoff split Raw and SmackDown. Yeah. And I mean, like he three, was doing and he was doing like Ricochet. He was doing stuff with Ricochet, Ali, all these names, all these smaller guys. Well, yeah. he, oh, well I pushed he, my mic away for a hot hot mic. Um he actually mentioned it in a promo with um Mad Cat Moss the other day. Um, you know, trying to kind of persuade him to do his own bidding. Mm-hmm. And um, he had mentioned, like, you know, 
touch on like I got you here sort of thing. So let's see where that goes. At an Evolve show three years ago, he called Austin Theory the future of sports entertainment. Well, and he shook his hand in the ring this past SmackDown yesterday. He did the same exact thing. Mm. Didn't call him the future, but shook his hand. So that's that's just a little glimmer of what of what could be the future for him. But you know, my opinion on Theory is that a little callback as we yeah, I do think Theory's gonna lose now. I don't know. Well, now he's got to. I think now. I think he's gonna cash in and lose because I think that. Well, with, I heard that's what the talk was. With that Vince, no matter what, he was gonna kind of lose with Vince because he's still so there. young. Yeah. He's still so young. He can he can be over with the briefcase, and he can be over. He'll be over dropping the briefcase. Yeah. yeah, but the briefcase will elevate him to that next level, which is the that's the secondary importance of the briefcase. Yeah. Aside from getting the title, mm-hmm. is where it brings you to. Yeah, because it, to take the belt off of Roman Reigns, there's only three people right now in the, in the WWE that can do it. Cody Rhodes. Seth Rollins. Seth, no. I don't what? think. What? No. He's not. No. What? Nope. Wow. I gotta agree to disagree I think Cody, one. I think Brock, and I think The Rock are the only three people that can take the belt off of him. Cody, yes. Uh, the Rock is still a pipe dream, but yes. Um, and Brock can do it. Brock can do it because he's beaten really before. Yeah, right. When they need to. Yeah. Taking Brock out of the equation, you have to insert Seth Rollins. You could, yes. You have you could. to. But I think Seth's biggest thing right now is just to keep a good feud going without staying out of the spotlight of the of the world title. Because the For secondary now. the secondary champions on each show or in the WWE right now, Bobby Lashley and, and Gunther. They have all the spotlight. I love seeing those two guys with the belt, man. Oh yeah, so do I. I mean, that's a good, whoever great look. Whoever beats Gunther, good for you, and whoever beats Bobby, again, good for you. Because like we said before, and we'll say it again, Bobby Lashley's getting the biggest push of his career right now, and at a time where it should have happened years ago. See, that's nice to have that conversation. We're talking about the secondary championships, and the guys that need to have it have it. Yes, and will be built up, and the other people who will take the belt off of them. Mm Hmm will be built up also it's great that's good for business sorry it is good for business i mean i think that those two champions really have prestige with that belt yeah and oh, they're riding they're, they're riding chopping the shit out of oh Look yeah, Kaiser yeah. Last and time. they're Jesus. and they're and they're riding a wave that really can't be stopped right now mm-hmm. no i don't i don't think ricochet is going to beat gunther no i don't think a guy like theory is going to beat bobby because he has more... Not now. No, not yeah. now. No, because he has the briefcase, which is more important than the U.S. Yeah. title. Correct. I want somebody like Kevin Owens to beat Bobby Lashley, maybe. Somebody like even like Sami Zayn to beat Bobby. You know, like one of these guys in NXT had stellar careers that got stopped because of Vince McMahon and his ego with the smaller guy. You know, you, you hate know to bring I mean? up that conversation. It's but like, it's true, this though. could be anybody. I mean, Cesaro left at the wrong time. Yeah. Cesaro left at the wrong time. If you would have just held on, if you only knew what was coming, you would have been perfectly. Yeah, but none of them knew. You could have said the you could have said the same thing about Andrade and even like Rusev and Alistair Black. Oh yeah, that's of course. It's just you know coffee. What about someone like the Fiend now? If he would have been back, he would have been back by now. I think again, again, the the Bray Wyatt did his typical. I'm gonna do a tease on Twitter to say I'm coming back and just get everyone's hopes up, but. He loves teasing the bag, but when you tease the bag, you get the he mess, does. man. You know? He does. And no, there's a lot of people out there saying, oh, you know, it's going to be Bray Wyatt and Edge against the Judgment Day at, 
at SummerSlam. No, it's not going to be the fucking Fiend and Edge at at. If the Fiend that comes, that would have been dope. If the Fiend, yeah. if the Fiend comes out on MSG on Monday, I will videotape me Street, myself. Streak down your street. I I will be stripping somewhere in my house if he comes out on Monday. I know Edge is coming because it's so obvious. Brood Edge. Yes, mm. I think Edge. I think from the crowd, Edge is coming. Like, that's good edge. Remember when the camera would go nuts and he would come oh, yeah, from the crowd? Oh, yeah, you couldn't find it? Yeah. yeah. You you almost had, like, an epileptic seizure yeah, just trying to... Yeah, the cameraman had, like, Parkinson's because he was, like, shaking it. You know Michael what I mean? J. Fox over yeah. there. <laughs> God. <laughs> Straight to hell with the, with a bullet. Uh, that's, that's fine. Number one with a bullet. Yeah, that's fine. No, but, I mean, the, the SummerSlam card... Like Alex said about five minutes ago, it's pretty weak dog shit. I don't understand the reasoning of Jeff Jarrett. I mean, yeah, he's from Nashville, but I mean, he's not going to cost those guys anybody in the, anything in the match. I really want a Dawkins turn. I really want a Dawkins turn. We, we might be getting it. We might be getting something. I'm fine with a Dawkins turn because remember what I said. It doesn't matter if Dawkins is a heel in the face. He's not going to get the fuck over. So just put him as a heel. He has to go heel. And just have Montez be a face. Montez is a future champion. I mean, Mon- not Montez has a huge... Um, he, he is a fucking future champion. Huge heel heat. Like, yeah, I mean... He would garner that. Like, you could get it easy. Do you have, honestly, any desire for this Bianca-Becky match? No, as long as, as long as it is longer than 26 seconds. I heard, I heard that they may do a squash with Bianca going over as, like, retribution. Speaking of retribution, I'm thinking of Mace. Yeah. Speaking of Mace, I'm thinking of Maximum Male Models. And Yeah, I know. I Did read you that see this? this? Morning. I read that shit I, this morning. I, I can't get anything by you, but apparently Vince McMahon took, took Max Dupree, a.k.a. Eli Drake, a.k.a. L.A. Knight, out of Maximum Male Models. Now it's this girl from NXT. Sophia Cromwell. Now her name is Maxine Dupree. Yeah. So... Eli Drake. Because he had heat. Huh? He had heat backstage. I LA Knight? Yeah. Apparently he was too... What was it? Like like full of himself sort of deal? I think like... it was something with the gimmick. Like he didn't know how to like get over with the gimmick or something like that. With this one he has right now? Yeah. Fooled me. Fooled me. Or Vince didn't like him in that way, so he took him out of Maximum Male Models, well, even though he was hilarious in it. He could, he could easily it. be back in it after everything just happened. I want to see LA Knight be a wrestler again. Well, I do too. This guy is shredded out of his gourd. And he's an awesome personality. He's White Rock. He is. He is White Rock. That's a good analogy. I just had to spit that out because we talked about Maximum Male Models a couple weeks ago about, I how, li- we, I about how we enjoyed it. LA Knight. I thought he I fucking loved he, LA Knight, he, man. he got over in NXT, listen, I fucking loved everybody LA gets Knight. over in NXT, yeah, but did. like he was over. Yeah. Great promos. Like it took a little bit working up there. Mm-hmm. It, it, it was a little slow burn, but it he was got there. And then this guy caught fire. He and did. then NXT changed and then that was it. That was it. That was it. He had like the first two fuse on the first reincarnation of the show and then that was it. So we got a lot of wonky things happened yesterday, like we said, with Vince retiring. And, so much fucking... Dude, and then Brock Lesnar walks out of the show, and it's like, fuck. Paul, Paul what are Heyman we going to do? 
Paul Heyman had to have legs on that one. Do like, you know who the backup was? Who they had ready? Yeah, it, fucking this guy right here. Goldberg. Fucking Goldberg. They apparently had Goldberg on, on speed, speed dial, dial to fill in for Lesnar if he couldn't, if he did, if he wasn't going to wrestle at SummerSlam. Goldberg, come on, man. And then what I would do in that situation just to prove... I would just squash Goldberg, but then there's your main event just to put Reigns over more. You know what I mean? But, I mean, now we're going to get back to that last man standing match at SummerSlam, something that's going to happen and should have happened the entire time and will happen, right? Yep. So, I've been all week leading up to this episode, I was trying to, you know, take all the matches in my head from SummerSlam and really kind of overly think about them and say to myself how can they do this without screwing the pooch this is before vince retired so now we can you, just you spin the wheel throw out almost everything you thought. you throw everything out like if they had a script for SummerSlam, i wouldn't be surprised if they ripped it up already and they, do it all over again they rewrote smackdown up until seven yesterday because they didn't know about the brock situation yeah you can do Apparently, the same he thing. He walked out as soon as Vince he got texts or heard word of Vince. You know, retiring. he walked right out. I mean, yes, that could be loyalty because Vince brought him in and he's known Vince since basically college. Yeah, and Vince is yeah. the guy who can call him in a nutshell. He always picks up the phone for him. Like, I, I get it. I you understand. Know? I get it. We're mean? all loyal to our, you know, our particular people. When Tom calls me, I pick up. You know? Thank you. But say it back. It, what? When I call you, pick up. Okay. <laughs> Say it back, man. Say it back, <laughs> man. How do you think this is going to go out? SummerSlam? I'm talking about... Okay. First, let's... <laughs> let's. It's let, tough. I don't even know. Like, let's then, think of the show first. we have the first. WrestleMania of it all, too. Like, it, it let's so think of the shit. show first. I mean, there's only going to be 36,000 people, apparently. That's how many tickets are selling for this. I think. I heard. 36,000. Okay. Um, they might be able to get a couple more thousand. We'll see. I think there's like five thousand. I think they may. We'll, we'll, they, they may sell out with Vince retiring. You may have. You may have a guy. In, I want to know Tennessee. what the numbers are. Let's see what happens after Monday. If you know, we always talk about. Oh God, this next show could be great, and then it turns out to not. You think be, Edge is going to sell five thousand tickets? No, 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 I'm not saying Edge. I'm just saying the God edge. only knows the Edge. The from guitarist YouTube. from YouTube. <laughs> I'm um. Mm. On on paper, the show the card is horrendous. Right, and how many times do we say on paper? Normally, on paper, paper always makes it look good. Yeah, I think that a sleeper match is going to be the sleeper match of the weekend or the show. I think is going to be McAfee against Corbin. I think that I think on that has potential to be really good. It's got to go thirteen minutes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. What kicks off a SummerSlam? Uh, Usos. Hmm. No, no, no. Normally, you know, we always talk about it. it always goes. I don't bad. think that kicks it off. I think you know. You don't think any members of the Bloodline kick off that show? No. I, I think I'll be. Go I'll, I'll go and say that, so you can say whatever. You're I think Riddle and Rollins kicks it off. Whew, can't be. That's a good one. Because remember, are we are we following? The match place in WrestleMania, right? Sounds like a championship match in the first. There's always a single match second. You don't want to put McAfee on too early. No, McAfee. McAfee's gonna go on probably. No, McAfee's gonna go on after the tag match, which would be the middle of the show. 
So if I had to predict right now the order, I would say the first match is going to be um, Riddle versus Rollins. Okay. And then I think it's going to go. All you're going to hear is, bro. Yeah. To open. Yeah. And then I think it's going to be Theory versus Lashley. And then you're going to get maybe Becky Bianca. So you're going to want to do Theory early. So yeah. you remember the briefcase. Yes. Sort of the Rollins of it all from yep. 31, you mm -hmm. know. Um, then he's going to come out for the main event. He has to. We were there when Braun Strowman did at that SummerSlam. Yeah. So and he, he got attacked and taken out and didn't cash in, but yeah. we all thought he was going to. Yep. So you got it. You're gonna see Theory twice, early then late. And that's fine. I mean, he's on our TVs every week, so. Right. Then you know you got Becky Bianca. You're gonna have to wedge that match, and then you also have the Liv Morgan and. Uh, Ronda Rousey match too. I don't. I don't see that going over ten minutes. No. And I. And I think. I got a feeling that Charlotte comes back. No Bailey. <clears throat> Charlotte. Yeah. That. That sounds good. I mean, Charlotte to come out. No, Bailey can come back. A top, right. We got a top of the ramp sort of deal. You know, like. Queen's music hits, or we, we get Bailey here. What. What do we do? Uh, I think Bailey may rush the ring during the match and interfere somehow. Remember, you said it to me the other day. Bailey's a free agent, so she, she could come out. Well, then why would you have two, two the returning the, women? The last year on both of the two women's matches. I mean, we saw it at all out. Time, at right? all out, we saw Cole and Daniel Bryan appear in a minute good separate. Point. But I mean, yeah, that's a good point. Um, right? Didn't even give that Bailey's time to breathe, Bailey's yeah. last was at SummerSlam against Bianca. So that makes sense. Was against Bianca. So I mean, there's money. There. Her first feud back should be against Bianca. Mm -hmm. That's fine. That, that's because why that'll that'll take place over in England. Yeah, yeah. That's why I feel like Bianca may win a squash against Becky. Mm. But then Becky's see but Becky's then, ego. Then Becky gets thrown in there. Like Becky, you're you're working on this high. Okay. And she's doing some of the top stuff in the company. You got to get squashed. Get have somebody else run in after you lost. Like where does that put her? Well, Bianca, that's what happened to Bianca last year. Bianca had the biggest story in wrestling history. The biggest story of wrestling last year was yeah, that main Bian event Bianca with Sasha and Bianca. Bianca wasn't. Um, yeah, but she wasn't like a made woman like yet at that point. Like. Becky is now. I mean, with all the promos and all the fucking shit going, you well win, now that you, she's getting now. I'm you win the you win the Roy, you win the Royal Rumble, you become women's champion at the main event on Saturday night after uh, you beat Sasha Banks clean. Yep. And then you come back three months later and you you lose to a returning Becky Lynch in twenty six seconds. Mm -hmm. I think I think there is a receipt in order, and in that case, the receipt is going to be that Bianca I think squashes Becky. And that's fine. Yeah, that's I'm fine with that. But then where what happens to Becky? What do we do? I don't think that it really doesn't matter. I mean, Becky can afford the loss. But she could. She can be just like her husband. Right now, do you know They're both Seth doing Rollins? The same work, really. Do you know Seth Some Rollins has had matches? like the most losses, I think, in WWE? He just keeps putting everybody over. You know what I mean? Every big match, Seth he's Rollins too good. loses. He's too good. That's yeah, okay. That's because fine. when he finally wins, we'll make the moment even bigger. It would. 
I mean, you couldn't, you could not book him to win the Royal Rumble this past year. You couldn't book him to beat Reigns there. You couldn't book him to go to WrestleMania and win. Yeah. Although everybody thought that was a hell of a match at day one. Was it day one or or, uh, the Rumble they had a match? The Rumble. Damn. Damn good match. Fuck it. When he came out in the Shield outfit? Like, obviously he wasn't going to beat Cody every time. Every time, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do I think he can beat Riddle? Yes. Do I think he's going to beat Riddle? Yes. Yeah. Because Riddle is the good guy version of Seth Rollins right now. Mm-hmm. Riddle without Randy Orton is still Riddle, but he can lose. Yeah. It's what he's really- gotten to a point where now he can afford the losses. Like yeah. that's a big step in Randy in a Orton career. when you have when you have a sixteen time world heavyweight champion walking down the ramp with you, you're not expected to lose. No. Okay. That's you why you get that the proverbial rub, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's why, I mean, the way that they lost to the Usos made perfect sense because Reigns interfered in that match was supposed to be Randy Orton versus Roman Reigns at at SummerSlam. Mm -hmm. It's not going to happen because Randy Orton's hurt. I think that the fans were behind Orton so much it was perfect for him because you couldn't put Bobby there because Bobby's not as big as Randy. Randy's a 16-time world champion. No, but I mean... He just lost the tag titles. Bobby is working himself... He is. He's, he's keeping himself in that fold, and that's he, important. And too. he has to because you're losing someone like Randy Orton. You like I said, gain. like I keep saying, 16-time champion. You have to bulk your guys underneath, like we just talked about with Gunther and Bobby, into that position. Yeah. So I mean, even if Bobby went into SummerSlam against Roman, the, the pop would not be as big. If I don't know about that, I that pop know. that Bobby Lashley has been getting is. Out of this when, when, world. When he beat Theory for the title in Chicago, that was a big pop. But I mean, oh, it's Chicago, and that's hard to get. A, that's a hard city to get a pop in. It really is. But I mean, I think that Randy, if Randy went over on hey, Roman, hey Randy. hey Randy, I I think if Randy went over on Roman at SummerSlam, which he wasn't gonna do anyway, but say if he magically did in some fucking different universe, mm-hmm. then. That would have been a huge pop, but like Bobby can't get that. That's why they brought in Brock because right now, besides John Cena, and you're saving the big surprise for WrestleMania, who really is there to go against Roman that makes sense? It has to be Brock. That's it. So you could actually, I heard this on another podcast, so I'm not even going to like try to say it was an original thought. I just forget on. I mean, you could have told me, and I would have believed you. No, that's okay. Well, what you could do is you can shoehorn. If Brock didn't come back last night, so many things could have been different. We can have completely different conversations. We 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 could have had Drew McIntyre get put into that match. He could have actually afforded. So they on the one podcast had mentioned that Drew and Sheamus get shoehorned into some sort of a triple threat there. Um, Sheamus but Sheamus the taking the pin. Correct. To set Has up to. for September. Has to. Which would make sense. Um, or you have Rollins and Riddle, because those two actually do make sense. Yeah, but Riddle lost that match to Reigns, saying that he can never challenge. Ah, uh, you're good. You're, yep, then that's right out the window. Good point. Yep, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's that. But. Good point. But the WWE is doing the right thing with the situation that they're in behind the curtain, which is everything is getting shaken up. So they're just 
go to all reliable. The water still the well water still warm. You know what I mean? Let's just go to the well again. Let's yeah, get well, Brock. I mean, maybe for one last time. Who knows? This like, is I, it. What, now what, I said Bro- that Brock's under contract. So if he walked out, that would have been a breach of contract. And decided not to perform. Like, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, to be thing, honest, but... I thought Brock versus Roman at this past WrestleMania was the last one, but I guess it's not. Are you excited to see that match? No, I'm not. Okay. The most excited match. I'm no just... hesitation. No, nah, not at all. I'm excited to see Pat McAfee wrestle. I'm excited to see Ronald. That was a pretty off. good uh, altercation they had on SmackDown. Very good. Night. I'm really good. excited for Riddle and, and Rain and um, Rollins. Riddle and Rollins. <laughs> Riddle. Riddle. <laughs> You're fucking tired, dude. It's been a long day. I'm um Roddle Roddle. That was a what that was a Riddle and Rollins put together. I I'm excited for that match. I think that match is gonna be one of the best in SummerSlam. Yeah. It could be the best with, overall. With everything going on, it's gotta be. You know, we might get a judgment day situation going on there. We'll see. Edge is gonna come back. He's gonna challenge. Ba- I'm telling you, it's gonna be Edge and Mysterio versus Balor and uh, the pop Dominic. at the Garden. Like, let's just stop the podcast now, so I don't have to talk for two more days. Because that pop's gonna be huge. All right, so we'll see you next. I mean, week it's the Garden, of- <laughs> right? It's the Garden. It's no. good. That show's gonna be out of control. I mean, this isn't the closing, but Alex is gonna be giving his review next week on a brand new episode of Sons of Radio Plus to give a final analysis of the upcoming SummerSlam, but. We're, yeah. not, we're not ending the episode yet. We're just telling you what you're looking forward to next week. Yeah, we're leading into it. Yeah, I, we're leading I, into I might it. actually re- voice record something and on the train, maybe have my wife say a couple things and what she thinks. Yeah, and then we'll put it up. But um, no, it's gonna be it's gonna be a big Monday Night Raw, and I mean it depends. I mean you can look at the glass half full, or the glass half empty with SummerSlam. Okay. Yeah, for sure. I mean the Intercontinental Belt isn't up for grabs. They haven't announced it yet. All right, is that the only title that there's that's not on the line? Yeah. Yeah. At the moment. Typical. But it, it could be shoehorned in as a as a preview match. Well, isn't um well no, it might be because isn't Nakamura challenging for it? But he's got to go through Kaiser first. Yeah. So we could see Nakamura. But I'm saying it could be a pre-show match with Nakamura. And There's Hunter. only eight matches, I think. There at is. At the moment, eight matches, eight matches. So you know we got to get like two more and maybe a pre-show. So that there's your eleven. No, I mean. The Edge tag team match with Mysterio and then the IC would, would be Maybe tight. we get a maximum male models thing at SummerSlam. <laughs> that would be dope. What, like down like the big runway? Hell yeah. I just, hope that, I just hope that there's like a really good stage. Yeah. Because it's like outdoors. Yeah. I hope the weather cooperates. You never want to see rain. You know they've always had good fortune. They had the like the rain out during uh, the f- two years ago WrestleMania when it first came back. That was yeah. actually pretty cool. Rain delay when they did the random interviews with the fan with the wrestlers, and it was like non scripted, so they were like really just talking. I liked it. it that was, was a side. That's a side of WWE they haven't seen. So we uh, gotta get we gotta get back to stuff like that, man. I mean, yeah, it, we we gotta get back to normalcy, man. I don't know. So a really a really be, cool but... a really cool thing that um that we're gonna talk about now is um at the San Diego Comic Con, WWE just like whipped out their dick and put it on the table with wrestling figures. So yeah, because remember, uh, I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast or I know we talked about it off air. The figure situation last six months have been horrid. The well is dry, my friend. It's bad. It's bad. And I mean, right now... It was all fucking Rey Mysterios. And guess what? They put out three more. 
How oh, many more God. Rey Mysterios are there so, going to be? He's so toyetic, though. Are they worth anything? No, unless no. you grab all of them. They they mean a legend, Rey Mysterio, that's coming out in the next line with Mighty Molly and the Acolytes. The Acolytes I would get, but that's it. They're, it's kind of like... When I'm buying these figures now, I'm buying, like, I'm looking at the packaging, and I'm like, all right, like, maybe they'll have good accessories Yeah, stuff. yeah, because I'm looking, I'm like, it yeah. can't just be them. Like, Kevin Owens has a ladder, them. you know what I mean? Rick Root has the robe. Just, you know, just random shit, but I mean, like, the figures that they're coming out with are just phenomenal looking. One. Like, the No Holds Barbo with Zeus and Hogan, when it's in the VHS cassette. Read, that sold that, out. That blew my socks off. Did you hear about the sold out in nine minutes? Johnny Gargano got one. He did? Yeah. And I think Vicky might have came across one too. Of course he did. He always does. We gotta get him on. We, we gotta get him on. on. He's been pulling our chain, but um, I I already ordered the WWE Superstars Undertaker figure. Um, mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna get the Papa Shango soon. I'm still waiting on my Scott Hall and Shawn Michaels ones. Jeez. But um, no, I mean so many good figures are coming out between legends. They have a Chainsaw Charlie coming out. Yeah, they have the a Paul Heyman ECW suit with the hat and the ponytail. They got to build the figure Rick Rude when he was working for DX. They have a Head Shrinkers Elites coming out. I've they have seen those. Pat McAfee coming out. They have tons. An- another nice Zelina Vega. Another nice Zelina. They have tons. That Cody Rhodes like Ultimate Edition one is really nice that they have coming out. They have so many good figures coming out now. So yeah. many good ones. I'm very excited for it. Because the well was very dry for a little bit. But then we get into distribution problems and it gets a little wonky after that. Do you see the Macho Man Target exclusive? It's on Target.com right now. $32.99. It's Macho Man Ultimate, but as the NWO Macho Man. It's the same one. So the Macho Man facial expressions are terrible. It's the same as this one, and it's the same as that one. Terrible. It looks like, like he's taking a shit. Yes, like... I think I'll just get it to get it, but I'm not going to be happy buying it. That's terrible to say, but it's yeah, true. I, I almost bought it, but then looked at the face. And I'm like, I'm not getting this. Face is terrible. It's pretty bad. It's horrible. I can't believe you bought that Batista Elite. Oh, uh, I like that. That's a f- I never, I never knew you for a Batista, Mark. Mm-hmm. I never liked him. Big Batista guy. You really? Mm-hmm. Since when? I was the only guy I kind of latched onto in that lapse time period that I was watching when That's he was cute. in champ, really. That's cute. You suck. Why do I suck? Because you mock me. What do you mean? My Batista fandom. I never knew you liked Batista. I did. Mm. You never asked. Mm. Mm. He's all right. Just like your Triple H. Oh, what did they do with uh, Raquel, by the way? They totally bastardized her yesterday. Gave her new music. She I didn't see that. Like, yeah. She she beat um, Sonya Deville. Yeah, but like I, I watched and I was like, what the fuck is this? And I was like, she's not, she, she lost her edge. You know, she's not like cool, badass, you know. Chicago she's always had her smile. <laughs> yeah. But uh, like when she first debuted with 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 Dakota Kai, she was that badass. And she was after, all wearing the black and mm-hmm. p- 
partial smile, but like she would come I'm out gonna, on a motorcycle sometimes, kind of weird. I'm gonna like beat your ass, smile. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the cockiness smile. Now, now it's, it's like, just like yay! Like you do it good. <laughs> yay! Yay! Now it's like now it's like a Leah smile. Smoke show. She is Lacey She's Evans. That's weird too. She's not bad, but I'm yeah. But what's about going her. on with that? Oh my god! It was like what? What? What are you doing? All right, Triple H is gonna fix it. He's it's fine. She's it. a heel because it works. Yeah. It's actually working. But like the starting, the stopping, the no match, the match. I, like I don't know what the fuck. Triple H is gonna fix it. Triple H just in trips we trust, right? Yep. Can we title an episode that? It might be this one. No, we never call it that. Mm. But ladies and gentlemen, next week is SummerSlam. Right, huge show next week. We're actually going to be watching SummerSlam together. This is our first event that me and Alex have watched together in probably about a year. Um, yeah. Yeah, not just because of COVID, because we we record every week. I think just because it just falls kids. on a good night and, and kids, kids and life and stuff. So we're going to be watching SummerSlam together next week. Alex is going to Raw this week. We're going to be recording in the middle of the week. It's a huge week for Sons of Flip Radio, and you're going to be sitting right next to us in the driver's seat, ladies and gentlemen, because remember, we are available wherever you get your podcast. Same as last week, just as better this week. That's who we are. That's what we've always been. And I think that's the tagline for our podcast. I just thought of that. There you go. Same as last week, but just as good this week. Even better, actually. Even better. Shit. Shit. So much going on. There we go. As always... I am your co-host, one million dollar father, Mr. Thomas Lisi. I always sit across from the table from the most handsome dad in the room, Mr. Alex Dream. We are Sons of Flip Radio. Huge episode next week. Stay in touch with us. Follow us on social media. Buy a fucking shirt. In case we didn't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. And as always, peace, love, and wrestling, and take care. You're-